0: Rigoberta and Rummel, Democide in the Guatemalan Civil War by Chandler Thompson. So the first section of my essay talks about why people were so unwilling to use the term genocide to describe Guatemala because of legal, political, and epistemological reasons. And here goes the real essay. The political activism evident in Rigoberta Tum's testimonio offers a great example of this ambiguity in the Guatemalan case for genocide. Although Menchú Tung tells her story from the perspective of an indigenous person first, claiming that, quote, my situation encompasses the reality of an entire people, my translation, close quote, it is possible to deny that there's a strong political narrative embedded in her story as well. Something that has become clear, as something that becomes clear, rather, as soon as one reads the title, (laughs) Me llamo Rigoberta Menchú y sí, me nació la conciencia. My name is Rigoberta Minchu, and this is how I awoke. This phrase, and this is how I awoke, is laden with Marxist imagery and alludes to the German economist's theory of class struggle. According to Marx, Marx, in order for the proletariat to gain the strength needed to rise up and overthrow the bourgeoisie, they first needed to awaken to a sense of class consciousness that is, to become aware of their state of oppression and form bombs of camaraderie with their fellow oppressees. At its core, Minchutum's testimonio is just that, the story of how she became conscious of her status as an oppressed person, how she then subsequently joined the fight for liberation. When she tells us, then, of how one of her brothers dies of malnutrition while the family is working on a finca due to the negligence of her employer, or how... Uh, Her father was murdered after he was shot. Well, he was murdered by being shot protesting in the Spanish embassy in Guatemala City. It is to help us understand her political and social awakening and to encourage us to awaken as well to the plight of the indigenous Maya and support their cause. It's interesting to note how David Stoll, perhaps Minchutum's greatest detractor, criticizes these political components of Minchutum's testimonio in order to accentuate the ideological factors of the Guatemalan Civil War and draw attention away from the government attacks on innocent civilians. In an interview with uh, Dina Fernandez-Garcia, a reporter with the Guatemalan newspaper Prensa Libre, Sol explains that it was irresponsible for Minchutum to use such blatantly, blatantly political themes in her testimony, and that such work should be objective. Quote, the fact is that in 1982, Rigoberta was a militant of the EGP. She believed in the ideology and used it to frame the experience of her family and people. Close quote. In his book, Rigoberto Menchú and the Story of All Poor Guatemalans, however, he transgresses his own rules of objectivity by lacing his rec- critique of Menchutum with anti-communist rhetoric. For example, in a section where he defends the army's use of violence against civilians, Stoll states that, quote, the fanatical anti-communism of Guatemala's government that allowed it to slaughter so many men, women, and children could not have happened without the specter of foreign communism as provided by the revolutionary theatrics from Cuba, close quote. A closer analysis of the facts, however, shows that, quote, Guatemala had always been considered a more questionable revolutionary theater by Havana and the Guatemalan insurgents were not supplied with the arms they expected from the Cubans, close quote, unlike other Central American revolutions. While interviewing people for his book, he also, quote, only chose those testimonies who were in favor or who were in agreement with his argument, close quote. Clearly, Sol himself did not aim to remain objective in his criticism. By mentioning the specter of foreign communism and ignoring certain facts, Stoll here reveals his own political agenda. His goal in attacking Minchutum is not that of ensuring objectivity in testimony, but rather the preservation of the good name of the United States and the besmirching of any persons who stand in the way of its objectives. When Minchutum denounces Guatemala in her testimonio, she, by association, denounced the United States, who poured millions, if not billions, of dollars into the Guatemalan army. Trained Rios Mont in the infamous School of the Americas, and supported the technique of quote, drying up the ocean, i.e., killing civilians to eliminate the fish, i.e., the guerrilla. Close quote. By suffering, by shifting rather the public's focus from Minchutum's identity as an indigenous woman to her identity as a leftist revolutionary. In his book, Stoll firmly places his flag in the camp of American nationalism and attempts to discredit her claim to genocide by trying to prove that the attacks were not racialized. In that way, he defends U.S. foreign policy and protects the United States from the potential embarrassment of being indicted in an international genocide trial. In a 1995 article in the Journal of Conflict Resolution, Professor R.J. Rummel coined a new term that could diminish the legal importance of the debate between politicide and genocide in the future and accelerate The response time to these terrible crimes against humanity, democide, which as he defines, which he defines as, quote, the intentional killing of people by government, close quote. This death, uh, this definition uh, encompasses both crimes, in addition to other atrocities, such as, quote, starving civilians to starving civilians to death by a blockade, purposely uh, creating a famine, executing prisoners of war, murdering by quota uh, as well. According to Rommel, democide is meant to define the killing by states as the concept of murder defines individual killing in domestic society. With an individual murder trial, the labeling of the crime as a fratricide or a negligent homicide is an interesting piece of information that can be used to build a case or help law enforcement prevent future deaths but in the end, one categorization or another should not keep the perpetrator from being arrested with the smoking gun still in hand. By that same token, governments who commit mass murder, whether it is through genocide, politicide, or intentional negligence, should not be able to escape punishment for their crimes simply due to differences in epistemology. Thus, the larger net of democide can be used to to bring global attention to a wider number of government-sponsored mass murder events and encourage early intervention, allowing more politically charged and less time-sensitive classifications to be determined later after the immediate danger has passed.